Welcome back to the Gathering Podcast. I'm Travis. And I am Will. And today's episode 25. The 25 big ones. This is like an anniversary for us, right? I mean, kind of. I bought you a nice scotch. <laughs> and you don't like. <laughs> I'm not sure yet. I didn't say I didn't like it. I'm just not sure. Um, you defined it as powerful. Powerful. It's like chewing on briquettes, like charcoal briquettes. <laughs> it's that smoky. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so the topic today, today's topic. Um, last episode, we covered uh, stillness, right? Uh, stillness and meditation. And today we are going to cover uh, action. <laughs> just do it just do it the opposite uh so it i don't know seem, that it's necessarily the opposite and that's and that's exactly where i was about to go so it seems like action is the opposite of stillness but um you know in if we're following up with last month's um you know uh the the stilling stillness isn't necessarily um isn't necessarily your physical stillness uh, because a lot of us, um, a lot of us can't focus when we're physically still, right? <laughs> or a sure. lot of us are so physically still throughout the day, uh, like myself behind a desk all day, uh, that, you know, physical action um, helps us clear our minds and, and think and meditate. So stillness being a mindset. Um, now we're going to work on the action, the physical part. Um, yeah, to, to follow up that stillness. So in the last podcast, we had really talked about meditation and to think on the things of God, about God, to be in His Word, and to listen to what He has to say for us, and. Hopefully over the past month or so, uh, some of you have been doing that or have continued to do that. And in that process, when you are still before God and you're in his word and you're thinking about the things of God or what he has for you, what you are going to notice is that there's, there's things that you need to change or things that God has been calling you, maybe anew or for a very long time, trying to get you to do. Sure. And and so that's what this podcast is about, with the uh, assumption that you have been still, and you maybe know now in what direction God is leading you, and now we're here to encourage you to just do it. Yeah. So I, I've, heard, uh, I've heard a lot of times before where uh, folks have said things like, um, you know, Maybe you're not hearing God. Maybe God's not talking to you because you're on the right track. You're doing everything right, and you're right where God wants you to be, and therefore, he's not talking to you, right? Um, I tend to disagree with that because, um, and, and hear me out on this. If you're, let's, let's look at, you know, a, a typical relationship, um, a marriage relationship, right? What's the worst uh 
worst issue that you, well, I don't want to say the worst. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say the worst, but Ooh. what's one of the biggest issues that you hear a lot of times um, from guys who are uh, typically not the best communicators in the relationship? That's not always the case, but we're just going to go with the, the, the typical here. And that is, well, I told you I loved you when we got married. I don't have to tell you every day type of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like there's that, that, that whole line on that. And if you are a good husband, a good dad, or just um, maybe you're a good boss, maybe you're a good employee, whatever it is, when you're, whatever the relationship is, communication is always a key to having um, a good relationship, mm-hmm. right? So I guarantee you, that God's not being silent to you. I guarantee you he's talking to you more than you know. It's it's just whether or not you've developed the ability to to listen and hear. Um, you know, when I, I went on a missions trip in 2007 to Costa Rica, and I was introduced to a little pamphlet, like to share your, your faith and stuff, and it's called The Four Spiritual Laws. And in that, it, the, like towards the end, it kind of describes or defines prayer. And so what we think about prayer typically is tell God thank you, some adoration, some thanksgiving, and some confession, and maybe, and this is what I need or want. And that's it. It's us telling God these things. But prayer is not talking to God, but it's talking with God. There has to be, like you're saying, you have to learn to listen because God is talking to you. Sure. And so I I think I mentioned um, <clears throat> uh, recently the firearm deer season here in Michigan. And uh, in our, our precast, I was, uh, I, I believe I mentioned about um, going out one day with just, just my oldest son, who's 10. And... Um, he was playing on the iPad and I'm going to make this brief because <laughs> I could, I could talk a long time about this. It's going to be a long story. Yeah. Uh, but he was playing on the iPad and, uh, we were in the deer blind and it was just beautiful out. The sun was shining on the corn and it just looked gorgeous. And, um, I, I basically told him, put the iPad down, take a few minutes and just talk to God. And, um, the overall, uh, following 15 minutes led me to just kind of say in with holding back the tears, okay, go play with your iPad. <laughs> um, because he said something kind of so profound that, uh, it really just blew me away. But what I, what I had told him is that sometimes I like to ask God a question and then answer that question right away um, with whatever uh, whatever comes to mind, right? Um, and I really feel like that helps me get into that communicating state of mind, right? And I've had a lot of seemingly obvious uh, responses come to me in those times where it it's like, well, yeah, that was blatantly obvious. Why didn't I have the answer to that question a long time ago, right? And um, I think that 
if we can learn to to do something similar, find those times more often, we'll realize that God's talking to us all the time. And sometimes it might be in the form of, uh, you know, a, a, a physical idea. You know what I mean? Like, or a 10 year old child or a 10 year old child or, um, you know, for me, I have, uh, I've had questions about, um, you know, my, my position in life at, at 36. Right. And, um, the, the way that God answered that for me was, well, the reason you're in the position that you are now at your age is because I've given you, um, plenty of guidance and all you do is shake your head. Yes, that's a great idea. And you never act on it. Right. And so I'm like, man, if I had more action in my life and not just um, unfocused action, but really bridled, um, thought out, mapped out action, um, I would probably be closer to the places that I had hoped to be at 36 years old. Right. You know, and I don't necessarily think it's the way that you're going about that uh, when you talked about you'll ask yourself a question and then just answer it the first, whatever comes to your mind. I don't necessarily think that it's the, it's your method that's maybe hearing God or something. For sure. But when you do that, you're doing it in a way that you are expectant that God is going to answer you. Sure. You're, you're actively searching for him to talk to you in that time or during that conversation. And, and that's often how the Holy Spirit works with us. And I know like our listeners, myself included, have felt the Spirit's prompting to do something, say something, and you don't. And when you don't, maybe you have the opportunity to see someone else step into that role. Maybe someone else prayed what you felt you were supposed to pray or someone else stepped in and did what you thought God was leading you to do. And it's not necessarily that, well, I didn't hear God right because obviously he told them to do it. You probably missed out on a blessing. Totally. (laughs) We fail so many times to act on what God is telling us. Totally. And I think a lot of it is out of maybe fear, confusion, that we don't know that it's certain, like from God. And we have to step out in faith and Sometimes we're going to mess up and nope, that definitely wasn't from God. Right. And that's how we're going to learn to hear his voice and what his voice sounds like. And it's funny, uh, this morning, so we were supposed to record yesterday and, uh, (laughs) based on, um, some exhausting circumstances on my end, we ended up, uh, some work, some action, (laughs) action. Uh, I, we ended up pushing it to today and, uh, at Sunday school, today's Sunday at Sunday school this morning, um, we were discussing Moses and I just got thinking about his life and how his life is um, the epitome of listening to God and following through with action. Now he didn't follow through immediately like he was supposed to. um, And he even doubted so much that uh, God had to bring in uh, a right hand man for him, you know? Um, But regardless, Moses 
lived a life of um, leadership, even though he viewed himself uh, as having the inability to um, talk to people based on his uh, speech issues that he faced and dealt with. Um, but despite his, his weaknesses, his physical weaknesses, God was able to use him simply because the, the power is coming from Christ. It's not coming from ourselves. And uh, we just need to get into action and uh, actually obey the things that we hear God telling us. And sometimes I think we're so used to just blocking that type of stuff off and saying, you know, trying to come up with all kinds of excuses why we can't do that. You know, um, I can't tell you how many people when, when my wife and I uh, got our foster care license, I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many people said, oh man, I could never do something like that. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, neither could I. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yep, nope, uh, <laughs> not me either. And, but what it really comes down to is like, I, I know darn well that, that you, you see something and your heart is moved towards that. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, you know, you see someone, uh, you, you see that the coffee's not made on a Sunday morning at church and you decide to just, you know, and you're like, well, maybe, maybe I should make some coffee. I may then jump into action and do it. You know, uh, that, that kind of stuff, I believe wholeheartedly that that is how the Holy Spirit works, you know? It is, and, and Jesus says in Luke 11 that he says, blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey. So, I mean, there's if when you don't obey the word of God or the prompting of the Spirit, you are missing out on blessings. And who doesn't want more blessings in their life? <laughs> right. You know, the feel, it's not just the feel-goods, but it's, you know, the lessons you learn as well and, and the people that are watching and, and it changes lives. Well, and and here's what I want to um, make sure that, uh, you know, we're not talking necessarily about blessings, um, physical wealth and well-being here on earth. Because Nor am I talking about doing works just to get blessings. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Charles Spurgeon had his uh, daily devotional yesterday, and it was specifically on... Um, the, the blessings, you know, ask and you shall receive. Well, that's not, man, Lord, will you really, I really want that Lambo. Um, in red, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it, it's not like that. Those are not the blessings. The blessings that we have are not, I mean, they can be from this earth. Yeah. But it's not necessarily the blessings that God will bestow on us. I mean, there are, tons of spiritual blessings. Our blessings could be just having healthy children, you know, um, being uh, in, a, in a situation where we're able to give and bless other people um, can be a blessing to us. I know I love being able to help other people. Um, but uh, yeah, so Anyway, I just wanted to point. I just wanted to point that out. Um, if you if you're not uh, listening to the Charles Spurgeon, I want to call it the Daily Double, but I know that's not it. It's uh, uh, it's a daily morning and evening with Charles Spurgeon. Um, he wrote for the entire year, just a short like three minute 
little devotional for the morning and the evening, and there's a podcast where they uh, where they read that, um, and it's pretty good stuff. I like it. Get you get you thinking. All right. So, I guess for this podcast, we kind of want to get into a little bit of scripture and kind of show you guys how we're called to go into action and we're not going to be very specific on what we think that means for you because we're hoping that you are being still and listening for what God has for you. And it's going to be different than what he has for me or Travis or anyone else listening. And so I guess our first, our first verse here is actually from James, um, James one. And I'm going to read, uh, the whole 19 through 25 here to give us a little context and then we can go back and talk about it a little more. And and before you do that, if you haven't listened to episode 24, uh, Stillness, go ahead and pause this and jump onto that podcast. Give it a listen. Um, it will really help you prepare your mind and heart for uh, the step after, Yeah, um, which is taking action. So. So James 1.19 says, Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to anger, slow to speak. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing." And and so I I just want to point out verse nineteen starts with know this. So like all action starts with knowing, knowing what to do, what I'm supposed to do, where I'm supposed to do it, with who I'm supposed to do it with. Yeah. So action starts with knowing. And so that's why James here starts with know this. And then he goes on and there's a small listing here of actions things that we as Christians should all be doing, slow to speak, slow to anger, and quick to hear. Um, but he doesn't just stop there. He doesn't just say it starts with knowing. He calls us his or my beloved brothers. You know, I think this is crucial for any any type of action you're going to put yourself into because it's the the knowing who you are, it's your identity. Your actions often come out of who, the kind of person you are and the identity that you have. So if you understand that you are loved by God, regardless of your sin and everything you've done in your life, but you are loved by God, then your identity, being a child of God and forgiven, is going to be, it, it's it's going to, result in action that is holy and pleasing to God. So when I looked up verses on 
you know, that we're, that we're discussing action. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I found a huge list. Granted, uh, you know, some of these are, are going to be taken out of context um, in, in the fact that, you know, they're, they might be being uh, written for a specific people other than, you know, me or you. But um, I, I want to point them out specifically because they are talking about um, faith as a verb um, and not just uh, so so we as Christians I mean our faith is who we are it's not uh, just right. just a religious segment on you know a Sunday or a Saturday you know this is this is a part of our daily walk and we understand that our faith has to do with everything we do in life, right? So um, I, I pull these out there, again, some of which uh, might be a little bit out of context, but, you know, even with talking about faith, okay, we're, you're trying to have faith in God, um, faith in what God's telling you to do occupationally or whatever. Um, that faith is still going to be uh, shown through action, right? So if you're wondering why... Uh, why God's not blessing you financially, even though you've, uh, you know, jumped into a career that you thought he wanted you to go in. Well, are your actions that of someone who has faith that you are where God has you uh, or, or wants you to be? Right. right. So anyway, some of these might be a slightly out of context, but I want you to just get that overall point that um, the, the faith as a verb, that action is what we need to be showing. Um, well, I just read through all these real quick, and I don't I don't know what you think is out of context because I don't think any of them are. They're all talking about actions, works, and it may not be in the same reference. We're, we're referencing it as far sure. as yeah. the works of that God is calling you to do, but it's still, it's still talking about action works. It may be sinful works or it may sure, not be. Sure, sure. And I guess what I... What but we're not taking scripture out of context right. well, and trying to make it say what we want. Well, I guess specifically for me, <laughs> um, I've, I've felt... Um, recently, I've felt God uh, kind of inspiring me to um, put together a, an app for your phone, for men, a maintenance app, right? And I'm not going to get into it, but um, it's been nothing really more than a cool idea, whatever... Yeah. And many would say, well, this is talking about your faith and creating an app is it's not your faith. It is not your faith. Well, okay. I'm here to tell you sure. that the physical things that I do, I'm doing because. Well, that's because you're. I'm living my faith. Right. Basically. When you understand your identity is in Christ, all you do becomes about Christ and what God wants for you. Well, and that's exactly it. Um, you know, when we're. Take this podcast, for instance. Will and I both believe 100% that God wants us to be offering this podcast to you, whoever you are. If it's one listener (laughs) or or many. So therefore, the, uh, the... the listens, I guess, the, the success by, um, clicks is not necessarily where we place our trust. Our trust is just 
we, we have full faith that this is where God wants us to be. And so that's why we're here. Um, yeah, we, yeah we, yes, the, the clicks at the show very, some feedback. You at know? the very yeah. beginning, we, we looked at the, at the clicks and how many <laughs> listens and stuff. And, of course, we have more now with our most recent podcasts. But, you know, what excited us was when we get feedback that yeah. this is actually helping people. Yeah. And so, like, Absolutely. that, if it helps one person, it's worth it. Yeah. And, and honestly, um, we're here. We're here because we are taking action on what we felt led and pressed to do um, by God. And so, there, therefore, it's not, it, it is a part of our faith, regardless yeah. of uh, whether it's a physical action, um, an occupational action, or whatever it might be. It's still a part of our faith, even though, you know, so that's how that's how we're kind of gleaning these a little bit out of context. <laughs> All but right, why don't you go ahead? Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into here. So, um, the first one here. So James just has a, an incredible amount of um, James verses. isn't even in the Catholic Bible. <laughs> uh, just an incredible amount of verses talking about. Uh, works, but uh, James two eighteen. Uh, these are all out of the ESV, by the way. Uh, James two eighteen. But someone will say, "You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you faith by my works." Basically, um, gosh, what's that whole? What's, what's that scene? I can't remember which Indiana Jones it was. <laughs> they had like the invisible bridge, and the only way that the bridge appeared is if you actually stepped out onto it. You know, right? So it reminds me of well, that's different. That reminds me of a story in Joshua. But okay, <clears throat> uh, what what this is basically telling us is that I, either way, we're going to have actions in our life, and what we, what you would call works, and some of them will show your faith in God and others will not. And how you carry yourself and the trust that you put in your works versus what God has already done for you or is going to do for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So your, your works um, obviously are not what's going to save you. Um, we will in no way point to that. Uh, but we will say that your works are a reflection of your faith. So you will put your action into where your faith is. Yeah. Um, James four seventeen says, so whatever, or sorry, so whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, it is sin. And that I love because you might not be doing anything wrong. Sure. But like drinking scotch while recording a <laughs> podcast. But, uh, but if God tells you to pick up a gallon of milk and drop it off to that house uh, that you have no clue who lives there, if you felt led to do that and then you, you just know God's, yeah, you know you should be you doing just it. Have this strong urge to do it, and you don't. Guess what? You you sinned because God is God is providing you with His will. And you're missing mm-hmm. the mark, right? right? Uh, hamartia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, you know, if with, uh, um, yeah, I forgot what I, where well, I was. Well, going. there's 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 two types of sins: sins of commission and sins of omission. Yes. Sins of commission are God says don't do this, and you do it. Sins of omission are I think I'm supposed to do this, but I'm not going to. Right. <laughs> and I think for me, a lot of the times is. Hey, pick up your phone, you and know, call Will. And 
<laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> God really never tells me that. <laughs> but I, I can't tell you how many times I've just had, um, boom, somebody pop into my head yeah, and I'll just randomly shoot them a text. It doesn't happen too often. Uh, but if I, if I had done that every time that it's happened, that the thought has happened, um, I've, <laughs> man, I'd be, uh, right up there with, uh, you know, uh, right at the right hand seat, let me tell you. Uh, but I have definitely sinned many times in just failing to yeah. do where God's led me or what God's led me to do. Uh, Colossians three. Yes. Three, 23 and 24. Whatever you do, work heartily as for unto the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive your the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. And again, that just kind of reflects back to this podcast. You know, I'm not going to sit yeah. here and, and say that this is a success or a failure based on the world's, um, what the world deems as a successful or fail, mm-hmm. uh, failure of a podcast. I'm going to say, Hey, we're doing I, it for God. Yeah. I, he, I'm going to be here. We're not, we're not trying to be people pleasers. No, you know, Galatians says that if you're trying to be a people pleaser, you're not pleasing God. And so we have one person to please and that's, that's our Lord. Right. Absolutely. And I, I love this verse for when I find I'm starting to slack at work, (laughs) like actual work. And I'm like, you know what? No. So I just, because just have this written right above my (laughs) computer. Absolutely. Have it flash up every 10 minutes (laughs) because I find that, when I re- when I read this verse and think about what it means and refocus myself and yeah I'm I'm in not in law enforcement for the people I'm not for them, for my boss is you know to please them I'm in it to do the Lord's work to bring justice to those who can't bring it to themselves to the to true victims of society I suppose and and that's why I'm more you know I'm more uh, strict or take heart with uh, some complaints over others and that sort of stuff but. You know, no matter what you're doing, we are made to work. You know, we talked about this in another podcast. If uh, you guys want to go back, I think it's podcast number seven, Work Like a Man. Uh, But we talked about this podcast that we are created to work. Work is a good thing, and we're created to do it by God and for God. And so whatever you do, make sure you're doing it for God, which means you're doing it with all your might to the best of your ability, right? You don't want to give God your sloppy seconds. Right. Um, so in Luke 11, verse 9, um, and this is, again, kind of going back to what Charles Spurgeon said. Um, I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door. Uh, knock, and it will be opened to you. So, again, this isn't saying, um, ask and you'll receive what your heart desires, you know, um, a year long yacht trip around the world, um, or that giant bull elk next September, please. Um, (laughs) but, but, uh, what it is saying is that when you're asking the appropriate things, like, um, God, I'm asking that you use me and that you show me ways and opportunities that I can serve you, right? 
boom, that door is going to be opened and it's probably going to be opened really quick. And you've probably already, you, you probably already know what door that is and where it's at. And you've maybe just been overlooking it. Mm-hmm. intentionally or not <laughs> this verse also speaks to our the previous podcast and you know the things that you ask how do i know i'm asking the right things because you're asking that the will of god be done or your heart is aligned with god's heart and what he's doing in your life and the people around you and how do you know that but by being still and being with God and talking with God, which means you're in his word, which means you're around other uh, strong Christians who are wise and can give you counsel. And, you know, being doers of the word, you know, being a doer is the only proper response to listening or reading the word of God because you're allowing it to take root, um, you know, when you see an imperfection, common sense says, hey, do something about it. You know, when we see problems or hear problems, say about that our wives are having, men's first reactions are, I got to fix it. Right. And so if we're in the word, then I guarantee God is pointing out things in your life, in your heart, sinful things that you need to do, things you need to change with his help, of course. And so the only common sense logic is there must be action if you're in the word of God. Correct. Yep. So even, even a sense of spiritual action, Mm -hmm. um, we find in Ephesians, Ephesians chapter six, where we're told to, um, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, put on the whole armor of God. And, uh, I'm not going to go through it all, but again, that's, that's a, that's not necessarily a physical action to put on the armor of God, but it is a, an action in spirit. Um, and <laughs> I don't know, it just, there's so much that shows about do it, do it, do it, you know? And yeah. I think so many times we get caught up in um, trying to figure out exactly what it is that we're supposed to do. And then, okay, I feel like God is telling me to do this, but I don't know for sure. So, Maybe, um, and I think Jerem talked about this a couple Sundays ago, um, you know, maybe we need another sign or just show me something to confirm that this is exactly what I need to be doing. When in reality, we just need to do it. Just go out and do it. And um, it, it's funny, a, a couple months ago, um, I had a discussion with my boss, great Christian guy out of Chicago, and um, he even said, more often than not, we've read enough from this self-help book or this uh, book on business or this podcast on leadership. More often than not, we've gotten enough of that information that we know what to do. Mm-hmm. We just need to do it. And right. It, it's no different than when it comes to the Word of God and uh, all you Bible nerds who are you yeah. know, reading commentaries and listening yeah. to sermons and the Greek and the Hebrew. And it's all, it's good to know all that. Sure. But you know what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. Love God, love your neighbor. You know, but are you doing it? Yeah. I know when, 
you know, when I go to the doctor and they're like, would you like to talk to a nutrition about your weight? I'm like, <laughs> I've got the information. I know what I I'm supposed to do. I know it. I know what I'm supposed yeah. to do. You're supposed to it's know the word, doing do it. the word. Know the word, do the word. Yeah. Know the word, do the word. It's, it's kind of like, think of a bicycle with, you know, you have two pedals. If one pedal falls off, it's really hard to ride a bike that way, right? Sure. That's, that's like the know the word, know the word, know the word. I mean, you're not going to get anywhere without the action. If you have the action without any knowledge, what are you accomplishing? Sure. You know, yep. you need both. You need to know the word and do the word. 100%. Um, so, yeah, where, where, where does this bring us to? Um, I mean, essentially, I don't really know what else. <laughs> I, I seriously, like, I, I don't really know. I guess let's. Let's talk about why we, you know, I, I guess we're at 36 minutes, but these guys are listening, so they don't care. They want, they <laughs> well, want, now they, they want, because you just they told want them to that they're know. at 36 minutes. You're like, Hey guys, it's only been 18 <laughs> minutes. You only got 15 more, uh, but yeah, I guess. So we know what we're supposed to do as men. We know what we're supposed to do. Um, uh, First Corinthians 16 says, be watch, defining masculinity says, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, let all that you do be done in love. You know, and this is just, I just, that's just a great verse for us, a summary of, of all of this. And so we know what, what to do. We know what God is telling us to do. What stops us from doing it? laziness fear <laughs> selfishness i mean what insert whatever kind of uh sin or in my opinion selfishness yeah pride um, that you can mm-hmm. uh i i yeah i <laughs> i think one of the biggest things is just do it i mean just just yeah. make it happen yeah, Titus. Make something happen. Titus 1 says, and, and this is a verse that is so, <laughs> it, it can really it can really get you uh, and convict you. And so Titus 1, 16 says, they, as in us, they profess to know God, but they deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. So now you're just stealing the verses that I pick up. <clears throat> I did because it sounded like you were going to be done reading them. <laughs> so, so they profess to know God but deny Him by their works. You know, and when we know what we're supposed to do, and we sit in, we sit here on the podcast and we say, you know, do this, love your neighbor, treat your wife like this, do this kind of parenting, but we're not doing it. Uh, and and I'm not and and we're not going to sit here and say that we're we're doing it perfectly 100% of the time. No. I mean, I am the perfect husband, but Will over here. I am here, not. Will over here. Ask Chelsea. She'll tell you. Um, yeah, I mean. No, it, but, but the. What stops us? The. I, I think just like the children of Israel, we need to keep coming back. Oh. We need to keep saying, ah, crap. Uh, forgive me. I need to, and it's, and it's God that keeps bringing us recenter back. and refocus. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not going to be our own power, uh, not through our own strength. Um, yeah, and so it's through through fear and maybe 
you know, lack of confidence and this is truly what God wants me to do. And so, and if that is the case, then be purposeful. If you have to schedule it, schedule it. Yeah. You have to schedule it and get your wife in on it so you're not being bombarded by the wife or kids. Well, when yeah. You have and your that's, time, schedule it. You know, and that's something Will and I had chatted about um, last week is that we've got, we've got directions that we would like to take the gathering. Yeah. And um, the only way to do that successfully is to have our whole self uh, involved in it, which includes are better halves. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, you know, if we can't be on the same page and just be talking open, honestly with them and saying, listen, this is really something, um, that, you know, if I can't tell my wife, this is really something that I feel God is leading me to do and I need your support, then that's just going to make it all the harder. Yeah. Um, and likewise, hopefully your spouse is, is doing the same thing with you. Um, but, what, and whatever it is, maybe, maybe God has been, you know, inspiring you to start up a nonprofit uh, for something. Maybe, maybe you've just had this little desire to um, babysit for your neighbor that might be sure. struggling or something. Yeah. God lays these little things on your heart, and 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 I I hate to break it to you, but that's <laughs> God talking to you. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's God talking to you. And if, if you sit here, I don't know what God wants me to do. And yet you've had these little, um, inspirations and you're not following them. That just brings us right back to, uh, James four seventeen. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, it is sin. So if you want to sin by all means, <laughs> don't, Act on those little holy actions that God is, and that and that's the key is you. you do have to somewhat kind of test these and well and, and well absolutely. know the know the voice of God and is this truly something good and of For God sure. and and how do I we talk do that? to a friend or how do we do that? It's counsel, godly counsel, right? Right, not the gossip group at work. You know, oh, girl, you should leave that man. He's just no good for you. No, no. <laughs> All right. Um, you work by yourself. Do you just have these conversations <laughs> back and forth? What I do at <laughs> my office is for me to know and nobody to find out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, godly um, inspired uh what am I thinking here? Godly inspired action, action, yeah. and uh, and if you're if it's just so wild and crazy that you're unsure, um, get with godly inspired counsel. Um, and I would add one thing: if you are married, make sure that you've talked to your spouse and they agree who this on this person that you are getting counsel from. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You don't want your wife going to her mother all the time to complain about you, because guess whose side she's going to take, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, no. So, um, you know, <laughs> I will say that we fell into this as far as uh, we were trying to schedule. Okay, how do we put a hundred percent into this podcast? Well, we now got to make sure we get together, get an outline done, record the podcast, yep. do the gathering, and we're like, all right, cool, we'll get us all that. 
We're like, no, stop. Like, <laughs> let's put it on the calendar right now. Yeah, let's, like, let's do it we're not right gonna, now. Okay, that's it's never going to happen. Do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. That's something we need to do. All so right, we've cool. taken we've taken Fist a bump. step. <laughs> we feel good. Uh, you guys just had. I was working, but you guys just had a a work group cutting up wood yesterday. Yeah, we an opportunity for the guys who listen to this and come to the gathering. To show up and do something good. Yeah, and I'm just, uh, I want to give a huge shout out to the 26, oh my. 26 hands. Uh, all men? All men. Well, uh, there was a few boys. Okay, but, but you know, we don't yeah. have that many at the gathering I breakfast. know, right? What's Come on, guys. On? <laughs> you guys need to start showing up to the breakfast, for crying out loud. Maybe it's too early. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's just an excuse. Um, just do it. Just do it. But anyway, um, Will... I think we need to close uh, in prayer. Absolutely. Father, uh, we just thank you for your love and that uh, regardless of our actions and, and what we're doing, you do love us and you forgive us and that you bring us back each and every time and put us on the right track again. So, Lord, I just pray for myself and Trav and everyone listening that you would be with them, guide them, empower them to do the things that you're asking them to do. That's it for this episode of the gathering podcast. We appreciate your support. If you found value in today's episode, please hit that like button, share and subscribe. We'd also appreciate a good review, but more importantly, if you're in the Gladwin, Michigan area, please join us for the gathering breakfast held the second Saturday of each month at the 963 building on North M18, where we'll have plenty of bacon, and we'll touch on this episode briefly with some more outlook from men like yourself.